Welcome to the Minivan Mamas podcast. I'm Cherish. And I'm Alexa. And we record from our minivans every week because quite frankly, that's the quietest place we could find. Buckle up. Welcome back to the Minivan Mamas podcast. Uh, Today we're chatting all about marriage, expectations, mishaps, all of the above. Embarrassing stories, you know, the works. Yeah, the works. It's going to be a goodie. So, uh, before we start, what's in the, what's in Mini? Mini? Shoot, I keep wanting to call her so many different names. I know. What's in Mini? What's in Mini? Well, there is a lack of Diet Coke in here tonight. Oh, you nailed that one right on the head. We didn't get, I failed, I failed you tonight because Lex is a single mom this week. Her husband's out of town. And I should have brought it. I, I haven't mean, thought about it. There's plenty of Diet Coke in I the can, house. I can, like, see it. Right. <laughs> we could go get True. a can. True. A two-liter. We could go get whatever a we wanted. A two-liter. <laughs> Chugging it. Oh, my Does gosh. Does travel a lot? Does he what? Does he travel a no. lot? No. No. Oh, that's nice. He never travels for work. I cannot ever like, sleep. Occasionally, like once or twice a year, but it's like an up and back in the same day. Okay. I can't sleep though when he's gone. Like if he does go to a boys' night or like he does have like a retreat he does with like his cousins. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't sleep. No, and I have to keep the lights on. All I night usually long. have my brother come sleep over. Oh, you that's should just have fun. me come crash on the couch. I feel better if someone else is you in my house. Just come sleep in my bed. Yeah, really though, oh, I feel way better. I just leave the TV on all night, which Tiff is so Tiff terrible. Has stepped came and slept at my house with you before. Oh, that's cute. Because I just don't sleep. Yeah, I leave oh, the TV, all the lights. Mm-hmm. I'm a scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy to come down. And then he gets back, and I'm like, oh. okay, cool, I need to go sleep. Yeah. <laughs> For real. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. Weird, weird, weird. I also don't make very much food while he's gone. Like, I'll make the kids stuff, but you I don't shouldn't. really feed myself. Do you go out to eat? Heck yeah. Okay. I got, oh you deserve Where'd you go? Tonight. I was going to ask. Did you go to yes. the house? Yes. Because they have a drive-thru. Yeah. I have right. to go somewhere with a drive-thru. You can't get out with all the kids. Mm-hmm. What do the kids eat? Well, I made them mac and cheese tonight for dinner. Only the watermelon finest. Only and the finest. Carrots. And? Super fine. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, let's go get a cookie. And I grabbed them a cookie and grabbed me dinner. I love it. Yeah. So, you know. Well deserved, Lex. Meal of breakfast of champions. Meal of champions. Dinner of champions. Dinner of champions. That's right. Oh, so fun. So, um, we're, we were trying to think of what to talk about. And we started talking about expectations in marriage and relationships. And we got on so many, like, all these subjects about it. And we're like, okay, hey, we have to talk about this. This is important. We've been talking about expectations for a while. Yeah, we have. Especially communicating expectations. And I believe we both have experiences recently in the expectations department. Oh, we're married. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off by saying this. Someone, this is what got us on the subject, right? Okay, what's the subject? Someone told me, I think it was like I had asked for marriage advice like a long time ago on my polls or something like that. And it was like, let go of all your expectations. Like, just if you don't have expectations, then you can't be disappointed, right? Okay. And I was like, okay, true. And then I started thinking about it. I'm like, so then I'm just not supposed to expect anything? Like, I can't expect him to maybe do things that are really important for me. And I, so I thought, I don't think you have to let go of all of your expectations. I think you should have realistic ones. Realistic ones. And I think that it is important to communicate your expectations. Right. Because... No one can meet an expectation if they don't know it's there. Yep. Touche. 
Which, is that not the story of my life? <laughs> Every person's, anyone in a relationship, that's their life, right? Oh, sorry. Unless you're, like, married to a unicorn. creature that doesn't exist you probably have experienced this at some point or another is what i was getting at. an inner relationship right family but friends, it, right marriage. but especially like marriage <sighs> yeah yeah so let's get to the marriage okay okay so <laughs> you were telling me the other day that sometimes the things that you liked at the beginning of your marriage the beginning that like yeah when you were dating right now bug you so I read that uh, or vice versa. No, so I read that somewhere and then I started thinking about it and I'm like, I hate to admit it, but it's it's kind of true. Like things, little quirks maybe that you like thought were cute or funny. Now ten years down the road you might be like, Oh my god. Why are they doing that? Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Like you might used to think that it was cute when they farted and now I'm like, please do not do that. <laughs> right? <laughs> or whatever. Uh-huh. Um didn't I give you an example? I can't remember when we talked about it. What oh, I told you. how Marlon was re- was quiet is quiet. Right. My husband is very not. He's more reserved. Okay. Reserved. And I'm like like to be loud and whatever. Um, and I love that about him because I feel like he balances me out and he just doesn't need to be like loud to be heard or seen. But as we've been married longer, I'm like, hello, can't you talk? Can you not contribute to the conversation when we're hanging out with people? Like, and he just he's like, I just don't like. I usually can't. <laughs> Because other people are talking, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and he doesn't want to, like, fight fight to be heard or whatever. But it's, I wouldn't say I hate it, but now I'm like, come on. Come on, you should talk. Yeah, come on, you should contribute. But when you were dating, you loved that. I loved it. And I, I mean, I still do in some ways. I guess but... that works vice versa. Right. Yeah, so when we were dating and first married, I used to hate that he was, like, my husband's an accountant. So he's very money-minded, and I thought he was, like, so strict with money. I hated it. I hated that he dealt with all the finances. I hated that he was just so money-minded. It drove me nuts. I thought he was just, like, anal, I guess you could say. And now I, like, appreciate it so much. Ten years later, I'm, like, I am so grateful for a husband that knew about, like, knew how to manage finances, appreciates money, knows how to invest it, and where to put it, and all that kind of stuff, because I wouldn't have known anything. So... You're right. It could be vice vice versa. versa. Things that bothered you now you might love. Okay, random tangent. But can you ask, Mr. Accountant Tax Guy, does getting a car wash count as a (laughs) write-off if the minivan is my place of work? (laughs) (laughs) You've thought about that for a long time. I have thought about it. You want to get a monthly pass? I want to get a monthly pass. Can that be a write-off? I don't know. I don't know I don't think so. Probably I think we not. talked about this, but that's a great question. I'm going to wonder. I'm going to ask him the same thing. Please ask him. Okay. Because if I work in the minivan. We're I mean, in the studio right now. We're in the we're in the recording studio. Yeah. It's true. Okay. Good question. <clears throat> Anyways, back so, to marriage. So, um, <laughs> can you think of anything that. <sighs> I've been trying to wrap Maybe my you like that now like, kind of bothers you. I don't know. Alexa's like, no, sorry, our relationship's perfect. We're just perfect, and we love everything about each other. No. I'm just kidding. Okay, so Lex and I came up with a list um, that we kind of, like, contributed to or came up with through our research of unrealistic, unrealistic, unhealthy expectations that we have 
or people have often in relationships or marriages. Okay, but every single one of these were like, oop. Yep. Oh my oh, gosh, yep. I did this at some point or another, 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you have, like I said, expectations aren't a bad thing. It's just if they're unrealistic expectations, you're going to be disappointed and it's not going to work. I think that's the key to expectations, having realistic ones and communicating them. Yes. So without further ado, here are, here's a very long list of unrealistic, <laughs> unrealistic expectations that... We've all had at some point or another. And they kind of just make your marriage harder. They do. I agree with that. So but we all have to learn, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a learning process. So the first one was, your, this is an unrealistic or an unhealthy expectation of your spouse. Your spouse should fulfill your every need. Why can I may not do everything and fulfill every need? When we were first married, not going to lie, I was like very fresh out of high school and I thought that's how it worked. Okay, I did it too. Like, hey, wait, you should like to go shopping with me and you should watch chick flicks with me and we should do everything together. All the time. You should never want to do anything away from me. All the time. Yeah. And you should love it. (laughs) (laughs) I learned very fast that that's not the case. Yeah, same. Especially my husband. He likes like his own time and space as well. That's true. So So I I guess. Yeah. So I had to learn that. Um, Okay, the next one is your spouse should serve as your primary source of happiness. Disagree with that so hard. Disagree. Mm Mm-hmm. But I also think I thought that. Totally, totally have been there, but I would agree that that's unrealistic. You, well, you've heard the saying, right? Something about like, you can't make someone else happy or be happy with someone else until you're happy with yourself. Yes. And that's so true. The only person that you have the power to make happy is yourself. Yourself. And if you're expecting your, or if you're not happy and you think it's like because your spouse isn't fulfilling this, this, and this, you, yeah, you have to look within. And I've been there when we were first married. We definitely had a conversation where we had to sit down and talk about that. So. Yeah. That's a rough conversation to have. Yeah. But, but it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't happy with myself. So in turn. Now. You can add to their happiness. Like your oh, spouse totally. is like, you can add to well, their happiness. Well, why else would you get married? 100%. You but you're not there. Like, it goes both ways. Like, you're not there. You're not there to be their 100% source of happiness. No. And neither are they. Yeah. Agreed. And I'm sure there are therapists out there who have a lot more scientific say. explanation of this. But I was like, we were going through this list and I was like, oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. So true. Okay, your spouse will anticipate all of your needs and your wants because you're married now. I still think <laughs> this one's true. I still expect that. Just kidding. Yeah. Why doesn't well, he know? They should know everything I want at all times and read my mind. And read my mind. He should not ask where I want to go to dinner. He should just know. <laughs> I don't know, but he should know. Yeah, totally. Obviously. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. I, gosh. I thought men were telepathic, but apparently I'm wrong, so... Who knew that they are not mind readers? Okay, but this one, <laughs> this one for me, I would say is a constant work in progress because I don't know why as women, we just assume that they know what we want and need without telling them. Yes. And that causes frustration. Yes. And Marlon's told me so many times, he's like, you just have to tell me. Like, just tell me what you want or tell me what you need, you know? Tell them how you're feeling. Yeah. I've gotten better about this because I, if I play silent treatment with Brian... He, he doesn't, doesn't do like, anything. Same. No. He doesn't, same. like, buy into it. Or oh, anything. yeah. And I'm like, then I get more mad. Yes, that's me. So it's just easier to just explain how you're feeling. Like, if I'm not talking to Marlon, Marlon's like, cool, I'm not going to talk to you then. He's like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same. I'm like, wait, play into my games. Come on. Nope. 
Doesn't work. Okay. This was an interesting one. And there's, I guarantee there are mixed feelings on this one. You should never go to bed angry. That's unhealthy. That is unhealthy. Wait, that is unhealthy? It says that's an unrealistic expectation that you should never go to bed angry. Okay, well, then I disagree with it. You said it for me to go to bed angry. Not like, yeah, no, it is. No, no, no. You're right. That's what she's saying. That's an unrealistic expectation. Oh, okay. That that will oh. never, that you'll never go to bed. I'm reading anymore. that wrong then. Right. Yes. So I would agree with that. Yeah. Is that what I'm saying? I mean, we've done both. Gone to bed angry and solved it before. I prefer to get it taken care of before bed or a female night. But it's unrealistic of me to expect him to always resolve all my problems at 10 p.m. at night. <laughs> <laughs> when we can't think straight. <laughs> right? That's true. 10 p.m. is probably not the greatest time to resolve all issues. <laughs> <laughs> when you're tired and grumpy. Uh-huh. Or hungry. He's like, wait, pause, we'll resume this at 8 a.m. after we've eaten and rested. Have you ever watched How I Met Your Mother? No. Oh, so Lily and Marshall in the show, when they're like, they're the cutest, but when they're arguing and fighting, they'll just be like, pause, and then they'll just sit here and have like a normal conversation. Like, oh, yeah, did you see that? Oh, my gosh, uh-huh. And then they'll be like, unpause. And, and go back, back to fighting. That's so uh-huh, funny. That's but that's favorite. how it kind of feels, right? Yeah, like, mm, we're going to push pause on this. But sometimes if you go to bed and you're angry, then the next morning you're like, what the heck was I so angry about? Yeah, that's I true. Because you were tired. But that's just me. I get tired and I get fussy. Yes. Fussy, fussy. Okay, next one is you should spend all of your free time together just like you did when you fell in love. Well, uh, I'm not going to lie. Like, when we were dating and falling in love, we spent every sleeping second together like we were together every sleeping second every waking second sorry (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i've never heard every every waking and sleeping second basically (laughs) we were together 25 7 which is why i fell asleep and got in a car accident driving home from his house because it was so late gosh true story remember that drove into a car dealership that's a story for another day but we expect that it will continue to be that way as your relationship progresses or you've been married longer or whatever. That's true. I remember thinking that when we first got married, like, no, you can't go hang out with the guys. Like, you've been at work all day. It's my time. Yes. We're going to hang out just us. I was that way, too. And yeah. after I had kids and I realized I wanted some time, then that's like, when it, like, oh. clicked for me. Oh, he needs time, too. <laughs> ah, got, got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, it's such a fun learning learning it really is though right marriage is like ebbs and flows highs and lows a constant learning progress process because we're constantly changing our thoughts and beliefs and and evolving right about each other no it's true and i mean a better way than to like live it and learn it yeah it's true to learn it for yourself yep okay um your spouse um will give you whatever you want simply because they love you I was so mad when Brian wouldn't give me the curtains that I wanted. I was like, I want these curtains. No, those are too girly. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, they're curtains. Give me a break. Like, that's my domain. Yeah. Let me have the curtains. And I remember I was irrationally upset that I did not get those curtains. And he would not give me a break. Yep. Just give in. You love me. Come on. We're just like deep down mad because he wouldn't give me something I wanted, which is silly. Yes. Makes me feel like a child, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Eh. I was a child when we eh. got married. Child bride. We've learned a lot about compromise. Agree. Oh, my gosh. Even now. It, like, it comes down to compromise, communication. Oh, Those geez. two words, like the two C's of marriage, compromising and communication. 
Yeah. Still working on all those. Yeah. <laughs> it's a constant, a constant battle. Okay, what's the next one, Lex? <clears throat> your spouse should fill all of your companionship needs and vice versa. Oh, man, all of these, I feel so guilty. I was definitely that way when we got married. Okay, but now you're not. Now, now I realize that there is a certain canteen, so to speak, that your spouse fills for you. Yes. And I'm not just talking sexually. Like, they, they fill a certain area of your life, right? Yes. A void. Sexually, like, intimacy, communication-wise. I mean, it's a friendship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but also, there are other relationships in my life and their life that need to be... That will also fill companionship in a different way. Yeah. Like my family and my friends and coworkers and things. The people you work out with, you're, the girls you those work out with, Those feel, those, that's a companionship that feels, that fills my needs in a different way. Mom friends. Than a marriage or whatever. Right. Yes. I think and, having all of those is, helps you. And realizing that. That's yeah. important. And that, that took some time for me too. Like. Like I said, I didn't hang out a ton with friends. I didn't want him to hang out with friends. I thought we were married. We spent time together. And then I started having kids, and I'm like, oh, I need to go out with my friends. And I, I love spending time with my friends. I'm very social that way. My husband's a little more quiet. So, like, going and hanging out with my friends is, like, is very important to me. It's and that therapy. It's therapy for me. And that's how, yes, Wednesday nights are therapy. When Lex was out of town, <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I need Can't my function. Yeah. It's so important to me. And so... My husband realizes that I need that companionship as well as his. Well, I love Brian, but he doesn't get a lot of the mom stuff. Maybe. Right, or the he's girl not stuff. a mom. Totally. He doesn't get talking about high-waisted jeans. Not your mom. He's not my he can't, mom. Like comfort you in the same way that your mom might be able to, or understand you, or exactly. Yeah. So so there's it's important to have. You love Brian, and moms. but you also love me. That's what you're saying. I do. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, the next one that we came up with was your spouse should mirror what is important to you. Basically, enjoy the same things, hobbies, movies, music, etc. <laughs> I still get so mad that he does not like country music. Same. I it get mad has... that at Marlon's music. Oh, wait. What does he listen to? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Is he a country guy? No. No. He listens to rock. Who in the world listens to rock these days yeah uh, it's like rough old stuff. school rock all of it is there new rock? oh gosh you would never look at him and think he listens to rock <laughs> yeah he <laughs> let he me does. down on that one <laughs> he let you down on that just one. kidding we have totally different Marlon and I have our complete opposite when it comes to like personalities hobbies interests and like music I would say we find we we have a lot of common ground when it comes to like humor that kind of stuff. And that's where we really relate. Like, the things we find funny and the things... We, like, funny shows we like to watch. Um, but I've had to learn to, like, allow him to enjoy those hobbies or maybe even try and take interest in them. And uh, he also be okay with, like, my hobbies. Your hobbies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still get mad that he, he wouldn't even let me put on one country song yesterday. How dare he? He really wouldn't? No. The whole drive home, he wouldn't do one country I, song. I, I tried to sneak in one country song and he shut the thing off. And I was like, hey... Just one song. Nah. Like, yeah. 120 seconds of his life like, he couldn't come spare. Come on, Brian. Brian. <laughs> it's a country song. It's not going to ruin your day. <laughs> That's so funny. No, but it's so funny. So he, but I, so I've had to learn. 
He doesn't have to like all the same stuff that I do and all the chick flicks that I like and all the TV shows but that does I like. He sometimes still watch them with you. That's yeah. The well, I don't. Well, yes, but I don't like all the same shows that he likes. So he'll watch his and you watch yours. So he watches his while he works out. Well, on the little TV while he, you know, yeah. does his workout or whatever. And I'll watch mine while he's out of town. Yeah. And we've compromised. So, like, I have been watching a few shows with him. Like, I watched The Quiet Place too. It scared the bejeebies out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's not my type of movie. But you're doing but it because, you know, they enjoy it. And yeah, he, he wanted to them. see it. And he watched, um, what was it? I don't know, some chick flick with me. Well, and I... even if they wouldn't admit it, that makes them feel loved. Exactly. Right. So, and we watched another one. Wait, have you seen Tomorrow War, Tomorrow Game? Yes. Tomorrow, the one with um, Andy from Parks and Rec. I couldn't tell you. Tomorrow. Is tomorrow, tomorrow War? War? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, with like the weird air alien things. I think it's just time tomorrow, travel. Yes, yeah. And the time travel. Yes. Things. I watched that one. That's not my cup of tea. But I watched it. Yeah, same. I watched it. Yep. So, I'm taking interest. That's another one. Take interest. Where does it say that? <sighs> you take interest in there. Yeah. Take interest in, in their interests. In their interest. But you don't have to always... They don't have to marry you, and you don't have to marry them. Okay. Here's another unhealthy expectation. The excitement and passion you sh- should you had should continue as it was early in your relationship. Is that true? Is that true that it's unhealthy? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's but an unhealthy expectation. But don't we all kind of miss it? She just, oh, I miss it. I know. Of course, like those butterflies and stuff when you're first married and dating. But I guess it does just become the norm. And you have to find ways to make that, make yourself feel that. I was going to say, there's ways to make it. Yeah. Yeah. To still feel those things. To pursue that. Just takes a little right? more effort. Agreed. Who was talking about that and You can't just expect, you can't be like, well, I don't get butterflies like I used to, so this must not be the. No. No, 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 no. Right. Um, okay, here's one. You will handle conflict the same way. <laughs> that is hard. Because when you're dealing with a conflict of any kind, whether it's between you two or just like a hard a hard experience or whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to handle it different than you. And that's going to be hard for you to deal with. To deal with them. Because you don't understand it. why they can't just deal with it how you would. Or why they're processing it differently or whatever. Yes. How do you handle conflict? Or how do you handle, like, handle an argument between the two of you? you I want to talk it out. You want to talk it out. Yeah. Right. Uh Yeah, and he just wants to, like, go out of the room for a little bit and come back and act like nothing happened. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll just be waiting for him to come back and talk. I'm ready. Oh, that's funny. Do you want to pause it and open the door? (laughs) You're like... I can't think. <laughs> you were getting uncomfortable. <laughs> you see me moving all over. Like you wouldn't stop moving and I'm like, Lexa's going to take her clothes off. I'm going to die. Okay. So in our <clears throat> research, we found some realistic expectations that you should have. Okay, but these are things that you, it's okay to feel these things and to think yes. these things. But they also still need to be communicated to your spouse. Oh, jeez. These are good, great reminders for me and I've been married for nine years. Can we get like a professional on here to talk about communication we should yeah we should okay <clears throat> things things that you should expect expect these are realistic your commitment to each other yeah you should expect a commitment from your spouse or that you married and or partner yes totally 
Verbal affection. Like being kind to each other, expressing that you love them, expressing your feelings. Saying nice things. Yeah. That's, I think that should be expected. And if yeah. they don't, I'll be honest, when Marlon and I were first married, that wasn't natural for him. He didn't grow up in a home, with, like an environment, seeing and hearing those things. And it took some work. And so I had to just communicate to him why those were important to me, why I thought it was important. And it took time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that goes along with like your love language. Are you love, are you uh, words of affirmation? Um, actually, no. Yeah. I might like quality time, physical touch, and then words of affirmation. Oh, nice. But I still, it still was important to me yeah, to hear those important. things. It's right. Important. And I still mm-hmm. expected it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, showing respect for each other. That should absolutely be an expectation in your relationship. Okay, somewhere I was reading or hearing, <laughs> hearing um, that it is a big turn on for guys or they like it when they hear you compliment them in front of a group of people. Were you reading, like, Cosmo or something, like Cosmo. No, I think I heard it on a podcast. Um, was it? Was it most men, I think most men, I enjoy hearing their partner, like, speak highly of them. Speak highly of them. Right. So if you're hanging out with friends, instead of, like, oh, yeah, Brian never does this. Just being like, funny. Oh, Brian is awesome. He always is, I don't know. Dude. Yeah. Whatever. I agree with that. Yeah. They might not even, like, recognize them. it, but they do. Just this little compliment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Take note. Compliment your significant other, your husband, whatever. In front of a group in of people. In front of a group of people. Ooh. There's your takeaway for today. Yeah. Um, pursue each other daily. That's a big one. Show interest and in each of other. of course, there's been days when you don't, but I think that's important. I think so, too. To, like, actively pursue each other every single day. Please do not think that we are professionals in this. Furthest from. <laughs> We're just given <laughs> given our blips of advice here. And taking it for ourselves. Yep. Um, show interest in what your spouse is interested in. Okay. We already talked about that. We did talk about that. Say I love you. Have physical closeness, like hugging, holding hands, kissing. kissing. It is vital to your sex life. That's what the article said. That's true. You can't just not ever be affectionate. At least I don't think you could just... I could not function in a relationship where we were not affectionate unless we were having sex. And then boom. Yeah. That's a no for me. Maybe some people, but I think it's important to be physical with each other and show affection physically often. Now, I will say that when you have a million children running around, it's hard to like hold hands because you're each holding... Just smack their butt when they walk by, wink at them. Give them a nice hug. Yeah. Kiss. Put your head on their shoulders. Tickle their back. Whatever. Yeah. Make an effort. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a lot. I had to get better at this. It's hard with kids, though. That's an excuse. Sorry. That is an excuse. Yeah. Um, Acknowledge that there are other important people in your spouse's life. Uh, That's true. Like family, their kids, friends. Their sometimes kids. you feel like your kids replace you a little bit. Like, I hey. feel like, what am I, chop liver? <laughs> but I'm not the only, only, and I'm not the. Oh my gosh, my water's just spilling all over your car for like the third time. Whoops! You're cleaning my car for me. Yeah, I appreciate. Totally, the detail. you're so welcome. <laughs> Have you ever had your car detailed? 
Yes, 10 out of 10 recommend. I've never had a detox. As we sit in our filthy vans tonight because we've been on vacation with them. That's a great trip. On a trip. trip. Sorry. Sorry, trip. It's yeah. a great Mother's Day gift. Okay, noted. Uh, make time or create opportunity to have fun together. That's a good expectation. Wait, but like laughing together, spending time doing fun things together. Does watching Impractical Jokers count? Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. funny. That's how we that's how we end our night every night. And I love it because it ends our night on a high note laughing together and then we go to sleep. Those are all good. Those are yeah. all I think it's big to make sure that you still can like laugh together, laugh together. and enjoy each other's presence mm-hmm. in that way. For sure. Right? Yeah, you have to pick your battles sometimes. Always have to pick your battles. And and it again took time for me to realize that. Yeah, I'm not very good at picking Like my it's battles. just not worth arguing over how he loaded the dishwasher, even though I'll still make a comment. <laughs> dishwasher it's just not worth it oh if you don't if you're married and don't argue over that brian gave me a lesson on how to load the dishwasher yeah marlon pulled marlon pulled out the manual the manual like, this is how it shows it and i'm like it's still wrong shut up <laughs> tell the me that's manual. not so marlon though <laughs> so logical i can't handle it oh my god you know what though you can't live with them you can't live without them right yeah I'm not very, yeah. Well, I could work on pickling, picking my battles this week. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's work on picking your battles. I'm just not very good at keeping my mouth shut. Personally, I think this episode's awesome because we all have expectations and they're not going to be met if we're not communicating them or if they're unrealistic. And then we find ourselves feeling frustrated or whatever. And that's really, it's not even really reality. We kind of just... Make it up in our heads. Make it up in our heads. <laughs> Make things worse than they really are. So, well, that was marriage, a lot of info there. So, I'm just going to pick one of these to work on this week because holy, holy Moses. moly. All right, I got a lot of work to do. Same. <laughs> it's a constant, constant thing. Ah, all right, well. If you agreed or disagreed with any of Let these, us know. I want to hear. Yeah, we'll put a post up and you can come tell us your thoughts. Mm-hmm. We thought these were interesting that we found. Yeah. So. so be sure to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen. And you can follow us at, at Minivan Mamas or on our personal accounts at Lexa Zercher and at Petite and Neat. See you next week. <laughs>